there are some days in our church year <coughs> that seem to beg me as a preacher to just shut up and listen with my whole being to the story we have and hold so dear and to let that story and let the liturgy do its work on me, on all of us. Good Friday is one of those days. What can I possibly say about this moment in Jesus' story, this final heartbreaking chapter of his life on earth as one of us, that doesn't either oversimplify or sentimentalize or to explain away the suffering, humiliation, and finally the agonizing death of Jesus, the human being who embodied God's love for all of humanity. We've been following Jesus around the countryside and through the towns and now into the city of Jerusalem as he has fed and healed and taught the people, showing them the way of love and compassion. And today we hear the story of how the religious authorities, aided by one of his own followers, conspired for his execution, manipulated the political authority into performing on their demands, and how this was all carried out. It's a horrible story, and it doesn't make any sense. Unless it makes perfect sense when we recognize that Jesus' message of perfect self-denying love was so dangerous <coughs> to the powers that ruled the world that the only way they saw to eliminate his influence was to kill him. The message that love is the way is just as threatening to the powers that be today as it was 2,000 years ago. Here at St. John's, we proclaim God's love for us through the person of Jesus every time we take to this pulpit. And that's because Jimmy and Mary and I believe that it is God's love that saves us. Saves us from ourselves, saves us from the deceptions of the world, saves us from our own brokenness. The stark reality of the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John, is this. Jesus was murdered for being the ultimate love-spreading difference-maker. It just doesn't make any sense. And I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. This is a day to let our hearts be broken to stand at the base of the cross in humility, powerlessness, and perhaps rage at the awful spectacle 
of Jesus nailed up there, dying for love. This is a day to let the story, just as we have it, do its work on us. I know how hard it is to sit in pain. And I know the temptation to do anything that I can to avoid great pain, to go around it rather than to go through it. I'm tempted, and I think most of us are, to skip ahead to Sunday, but this is Friday, and here we are. I also know that truth can be as bitter as sour wine on a sponge, and we are called to live into the truth today. This isn't about punishment or self-flagellation or shame. This is about looking the horror straight in the face without looking away. This is the day when it seems that earthly systems of power and domination are, in fact, all-powerful. Here we sit, brokenhearted, as his body is laid in a tomb. Amen.